Good morning, everyone. We find ourselves today in Psalm 9. I happen to be at a funeral for my aunt in Detroit, and I'm actually in the hotel uh, lobby. You might hear some noises this morning that you wouldn't normally hear. And probably being at a funeral has my mind a little bit uh, on that as I read Psalm 9. And what a beautiful psalm it is from David. I will give thanks to Yahweh with all my heart. I will recount all your wondrous deeds. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name almost high. I love how David is expressing his gratefulness to God and singing God's praises and recounting all of his wondrous deeds. Then he says this, When my enemies turn back, they stumble and perish before you, for you have maintained my justice and my cause. You have sat on the throne, judging righteously. You have rebuked the nations. You have made the wicked perish. You have blotted out their name forever. He's giving such great confidence to God, and he's seen how God has worked. But yet there's other things that David is looking for. If we move ahead to verse 13 as an example, he says, Be gracious to me, O Yahweh. See my affliction from those who hate me, who lift up from the gates of death, that I may recount all of your praises. He's He still has challenges and people after him, and he's still hoping and desiring to see God move in the future and in the struggles that he has now. And some of this is a bit of a mystery to me. And I want to give you a perspective that I take when I think about God. And I want to move forward real quick to do that to Psalm 27, verse 13 and 14. And it says this, I would have despaired unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of Yahweh in the land of the living. Hope in Yahweh, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Hope in Yahweh. I want to read that again and just make sure we, we get it. I would have despaired unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of Yahweh in the land of the living. Hope in Yahweh, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Hope in Yahweh. I think what we are to do and the perspective that I take with God is I've always wanted to praise and celebrate God for all that he has done, knowing that no matter what is happening today, it never can change what God has done. I marvel at God coming as Emmanuel and showing himself and revealing himself through Jesus and Jesus predicting his death and his resurrection and making the blind see and the deaf hear, and raising Lazarus from the dead. Like, all those things, including the resurrection of Jesus in this Holy Spirit, new covenant age we live in, where God lives inside of us, nothing can take that away. Uh, God's parting of the sea, the plagues that he did on the Egyptian pharaoh, and having his people walk through on dry ground, the miracle of the manna falling from the sky, and the quail, and the water coming from the rock. Listen, all these things that God has done throughout history— no matter what happens to me, none of it can ever change the fact that God is a miracle worker who has done so much to reveal who he is, and we can trust him. He's tied like a knot. His Old Testament prophetic 
prophecies to the New Testament and the fulfillment of Jesus Christ, who was pierced for our transgression and crushed for our iniquities, and whose bones weren't broken as the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And some of you would recognize some of those prophetic fulfillments that I'm just hinting at right now. So listen, all of that has been done. If I die today on the way home from Detroit, none of that will ever change what God has done. God can be trusted. He has revealed himself. He's proven himself to be true. So my faith is based on that. And yet, I have seen God work in my life in the land of the living. I remember when the church began. We were just a few weeks into it. Uh, The church was very small. Um, We were not off to a good start. And we had no money. Almost immediately, within a month, there was no money. And uh, I recall uh, getting a call from my brother. And he said, hey, you know, Jake, this guy I know who I've never met before, he asked for your address. I'm like, I think he might send you some money. I'm like, really? Uh, And this is a person I, I didn't know at all. Uh, never met him in my life. And somehow towards the end of the year, it was right at the end of the year because we started the church on December 9th of 2009. And I was on my knees praying. And and literally within a day of getting up and praying on my knees for God to provide for us, um, I get this call from my brother. And somehow this guy had a, a really big deal go through uh, a sale where he was going to make a lot of money and or did make a lot of money. And he wanted to I think you give from that sale or, you know, I don't know exactly what happened, but I remember not thinking much of my brother's call because, you know, the average donation, you know, might be a hundred or $200. So like I had no idea. And I, I went to the mailbox at the church. It was like on the 30th of December and there was a handwritten envelope with no note and simply just a check in it. And the, and the check to the church was for $7,000. And that was a a really big deal. And it was such an answer to prayer. And it was like, man, God had not forgotten about me or this church that we started. And even though it was struggling, even though it was challenging, it was like God saying, don't give up. I haven't forgotten you. And And there's so many things like that, church, where I can look back on life and say, man, I'm thankful to see God in the land of the living. I'm thankful for how he has worked in my life. Yet, I always hold with that, that no matter what happens to me, and even if the next thing that happens doesn't seem like God's blessing or doesn't go my way, or I could be like, God, why is this happening? Or why are you allowing this difficulty or challenge? Or God, it doesn't seem like you're answering my prayer right now. I don't base my life and my faith on what's happening to me at every moment. I've already said, you know what, I'm going to trust God no matter what, because ultimately his judgment is going to be righteous. Ultimately, there is hope in Jesus. Ultimately, he is going to come through and he's going to come through for me with salvation. He's going to come through for me in heaven because of faith in him. I've got a promise of eternal life. So Even if this life ends poorly or even if something doesn't go right in this life, I'm not basing my life on the circumstances of today. I've already said, you know what, I'm going to trust in Yahweh. He's proven himself to be true. But the thing is, is when we see God move in the land of the living, that's things that we can add to our quiver of faith 
to say, well, you know what? Not only do I believe in God because of the resurrection or because of the crossing of the sea or because he made the blind see or because of the prophetic fulfillments, I have also seen in my past God work in my life in the various ways. He has been there for me. But none of that means to me that God has to do something in the future for me in order for me to believe in him or follow him. Even if he does not do one more thing for me in the future, I already have made it my claim to him. He is mine. I believe in him. And I'm thankful for all that he has done, even if he does no more. But yet, you know what? I believe that if God does give me more days or years ahead, we're very likely, I'm very likely, you're very likely to see the hand of God in the land of the living. So I I echo this psalm where David is praising God. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, Most High. And yet he's still seeking God to work in his life in the future. And he he prays to God and he seeks for his help uh, yet in the days of head. Um, it closes in this way, for the needy will not always be forgotten, nor the hope of the afflicted perish forever. Arise, O Yahweh, do not let man prevail. Let the nations be judged before you. Put them in the fear of O Yahweh. Let the nations know that they are but men. I love David's um, heart of exuberance towards God and his very innate and, and heartfelt cries to God for God to intervene in his life. And he has, David has seen God intervene. And we will too, whether it be in this life or in the life to come. Let's trust and hope in Yahweh. God bless you all.